Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Smackdown Review. We are the Dadly Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick. Here to review everything that happened on this week's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube, uh. where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review Smackdown, but also Raw, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0, oh. AW Dynamite, AW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Hamlet Zidrick to review the events of Friday Night Smackdown is going to be a slightly different Smackdown review. Uh, probably do things in the wrong order. Um, and we are live on YouTube, I should say. So thank you to everyone who's joining us. Thank you to everyone who sent questions. I will get to them in due course. Um, I feel the best way to do this is to start with the end because it's what everyone is talking about, of course. So I'm going to just recap what actually happened in front of our very eyes <laughs> and then probably put my feet up for about 20 minutes whilst you two... Yeah. Go through it. Um, so, we'll get to the Bailey stuff later uh, and Tiffany Strand debut and all that. So, <sighs> here we go. Roman Reigns comes out. There's uh, Postman Pierce and the SmackDown GM. I can't remember what his name is. Lost everything. Stay tuned. Yeah. Come on, acknowledge your tribal chief. Sorry, acknowledge my tribal chief, obviously. Um, You're part of the problem. <laughs> um, Reigns says, Birmingham, Alabama, acknowledge me. And they do. Uh, despite obviously chanting for Cody, uh, he says, I don't. <laughs> Sorry, I just know what's coming. <laughs> I don't like to recap, but things were said on Monday that I can't allow to slide. Uh, my little brother, Seth Rollins, oh, no pop, so. Little brother. Claims to have the title. Um, well, I've thought about that, and uh, I beat everyone who competed for that title. They're all second place to him. That's the title of the losers bracket. It's even worse than knowing where this is going, isn't it? Then uh, Seth claimed to be the guy, but not after two years of stupid outfits. He's not a workhorse. If he broke his back and tore his knee after just a couple of months trying to carry a show. And lastly, he talked about the schedule. Uh, yes, I, it's true. I work less than Seth, but I make 10 times the money that he does. Uh, would you rather have Seth money or tribal chief money? Um, Cody's an idiot. He's got values. He won't come here for the money. Uh, Roman says, look, Cody, I won't beg like the other guy. You can either be the best number two in the industry or take another shot at number one. And that, of course... Why frame it like this? <laughs> that, of course, brings out Cody. We the get the, 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 the... The best number two, and the number two you're describing, is about number two million in the pecking order because he couldn't be any lower. A Seth Rollins is dead. Mm. One death. Segment's already started. One death. More to come. I'm reading this, 
And I still think at this point, I'm going to read, and Cody calls his shot the Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. So we get the whoa, break, come back. Cody addresses the crowd uh, and Roman and says, What do you got? want to talk about? <laughs> you might as well say it like that from now on. <laughs> yeah. For all his credibility remains. Do whatever he, the hell you like. He says, I kind of imagine this conversation taking place privately. Um, bloodline kind of piss off. Roman considers and dismisses. Uh, Solo Sakura and Jimmy Uso. Heyman's in there still. Uh, Cody says he took counsel from friends, family, and legends. Um, before he's saying, basically, I had you at, at WrestleMania, Roman, and, and I think you know it. Um, Seth made a lot, lot of great points, um, but the one I disagree with is saying that your title, Roman, is the Hollywood title. Call it whatever you want, but that's the title that Bruno Sammartino held, the one that Dusty had in his hands before it was taken away. Uh, Cody still wants that title. He asks what finishing the story is. Uh, Roman's claimed all of this is his. The ropes, the ring, the cameraman, the people all belong to Roman Reigns. Uh, finishing the story isn't taking the title from Roman. It's taking everything from him. So let's make this clear. Cody wants that title, um, but he also wants everything, not just that title. But not at WrestleMania. What? <laughs> He's taken counsel, and one of the people he spoke to knows Roman very well. And the rock's music hits, and the crowd go bonkers, of course. And I've got goosebumps, guys. It was unannounced. Um, the rock gets a pop. Yeah, yeah. And the rock walks down. There's the shot we've all seen, or numerous shots and pictures of Cody looking at the rock. Uh, the rock extends his hand to Cody. Cody shakes it. They hug. Rock whispers something in his ear, and Cody smiles and leaves the ring. A Not smile. Let's rephrase that. We didn't he smile technically, mm. but he looked dead. Mm. The Rock thinks you should f off, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> so Cody nods at the Rock and, and walks out, and the Rock just stands there, eventually turns, faces Roman Reigns, crowd are chanting, the face off, uh, the stare down closes out the show. But that was really only just the beginning of all this, especially on social media over the weekend. Uh, gents, the floor is, is yours. I sense you have uh, something to say about this, Sige. Yeah, I've just made some notes. <laughs> um, I'm going to let Hamlet unpack in depth why this could not have been even dumber. In fact, that's wrong. It was even dumber than I thought, and I thought whilst watching it, this is one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in my entire wrestling fandom. And it gets worse, apparently, because... According to Dave Meltzer's reporting, this was signed, sealed, delivered on January 3rd, 2024, in advance of Cody somehow still winning the Rumble. This was the plan all along. Apparently, this this is a shifting story. Um, it will change, I gather, as, as the days and weeks unfold. Known only to an inner circle, which might explain why Triple H was booking one thing without the knowledge of yes. the three in the inner circle. Just point at the sign. Well, but don't, yeah, no, but in don't, Triple H, don't, don't book him to win. In Triple H's yeah. mind, he's like, well, full steam, full steam ahead for the by election. And then it's like three people that know otherwise are going, some, are you going to tell him? Somebody probably should. Like, <laughs> but if we tell him Monday? No, tell if him. it's just Nick Khan and Dwayne who know this plan, just tell, just tell Triple H. Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing he can do about it, apparently. It's, it's, cool. it's quite funny that he was kept out of the leaf, isn't it? It's unbelievable. It's so mm. stupid on every conceivable level. I'll let Hamlet unpack it. In depth, 
as to why it was as stupid as it was, because I'm going to go through the permutations and I'm going to field, I guess, a lot of what next? Why is this happening? What could possibly happen now that they pivot or are they going to pivot? I'm going to try and square that off. But one thing I have to say is it would have been terrible, risible even, had on Monday night, Cody have just said, you know what, Seth, you've made an absolutely great case. I'm going to go for that title instead. Mm. And then they just have Roman cut a promo, say, I've got no challenges left, acknowledge me, smell what the rock is cooking, do the face, and then do the face-to-face. People would still be pissed. People would still be pissed that Cody was not finishing the story as he outlined on his second ever appearance upon returning to WWE. That title is why he's back and he's going to win it. People would still be pissed to high heaven, but you do it in a slightly, slightly less what-are-you-doing kind of way. So I've made some notes here. I'll go through them. I'll itemize them and cross them off. (laughs) So number one, The Rock has not deliberately engineered a new yes movement because what if, A, what if people just went, hey, (laughs) (laughs) The Rock and Roman, this is massive. This is box office. This is one of the biggest WWE matches ever. Can't wait for this. I'll accept Cody versus Seth if it means I get this. Right, mm-hmm. that's probably what they thought was going to happen. Yeah. Can you imagine if that was a the reaction? They went, "Oh no, don't worry about it." Me, the Rock, humble Hollywood megastar, <laughs> I'm engineering this so that you like Cody Rhodes a bit more. Right, never happening. The Rock has come back to get cheered to do his very tired patter, which is sometimes still good because of the delivery and the the sentimentality. He has come back to get cheered against the biggest baddie. That's what's happened here. Well, that was the. In- it's not what's happened here at all, <laughs> but that was the intention here. So there was no deliberate engineering of a new Daniel Bryan movement because, and I think Bryan Danielson is one of the two greatest wrestlers of all time. Principally, why they haven't, in my opinion, engineered a new Yes movement is because Cody Rhodes in this version of WWE is a bigger draw. So they don't need a new Daniel Bryan. Mm. They've got Cody Rhodes already. They might have thought, oh, well, if we do this, the byproduct will be some people will get pissed and Cody might even get more popular as a result. That might have been a consideration. That was not the primary motivator here. Right. In terms of people are saying they have to pivot, surely they have to pivot. They'll have seen the online response, yada, yada, yada. I said this on the Raw preview. I'll echo that here. Um, Historically... WWE have perceived online fans, I hate this expression more than anything, it suggests a hive mind, which is deeply ironic considering the arguments you see every single day on Twitter, but the IWC, ugh, sorry, mm. not a hive mind, of course it isn't, like, it's ridiculous, I'm on X, I read comment sections, I can't agree on anything, right? WWE has absolute disdain towards the people who like the product the most, (laughs) the people who are most engaged, the people who will never go away. Hate them. Hate them. Absolutely always hated them. And it's not just Vince and his, I know what you people want better than you do. And his, what was he said? F*** him. After he was told that people didn't like the Corbin Angle deal at WrestleMania Mm -hmm. 35. That was the attitude made plain. And that's someone who was there. 
they will see this response, in my opinion, and think, oh, it's just the hardcores. It's just these online. It's a it's bizarre world out there. And the idea that will support their mentality here is that, one, The Rock's a completely out-of-touch, aloof megastar. He will always believe he can get himself cheered. And the, the reaction to the stare-down was favorable. It just was. Mm. People went ballistic at mm. the idea of Rock and Roman coming together. They, I imagine, will see all of that and think, all right, cool, well, I'll forget those online nerds and those hashtags. It's a bizarre world. Listen to the fans in the building, and that will reinforce their opinion that this was a good idea all along. Now, I'm not saying they won't pivot. I'm not saying that they there won't be a permutation here where they feel like they have no choice but to kind of change plans because this could be a horrendous look. This could be the moment that sparks the decline in this resurgence. Mm. Very quickly, I might add. I did not expect it to come I this soon. I sort of felt it after the rumble. Yeah. I was like, this is going to happen at 40 rather than 41. There was a certain cloud of season finale about this run. So Dave Meltzer, who I ordinarily agree with a lot of the time, mm. who I hold in the utmost respect, even though he's had some horror shows over the past one or two years, in terms of certain people he supported mm. when he shouldn't have, right? He believes it's now been turned into an angle because there are members of the roster tweeting, we want Cody. Logan Paul has tweeted, we want Cody. You've got an explanation as to why that might be? Yes. uh, Not to get too much into this, but I think when Logan Paul was, you know, more of a social media star, Vine, etc., he did a few things, a few co-promotions with The Rock to promote some of The Rock's movies and what have you. And then obviously when all the, the... Japanese forest stuff came out. Uh, I believe Rock's publicist got in touch with Logan and or Logan's manager or whoever it is and told him, please delete all videos that you have on your channel with The Rock because he wouldn't, didn't want to be associated with the negative publicity of what Logan was, was going through then, which is understandable. Um, and so he thinks that, I don't know, Cody's a better guy for that reason. I think if Rock, I don't agree with a lot that he's done recently, but I think he's kind of justified with that one. Yeah. So that explains the Logan Paul element. Ricochet has also yes. tweeted, we want Cody. But underneath he said, oh, The Rock's one of my all-time favorite guys, so I wouldn't mind if that happened either. Yeah, Shrug we call that the Adam Wilborn strategy. Yes, yeah. of course. Uh, <laughs> he pl- he's playing both sides. So that way he always comes out on top, <laughs> right? <laughs> I I just lost a bet. Ricochet, incredible athlete. He's worked some incredible matches. He'll do things with his body, likes of which I could work out. I could discover the fountain of youth and never, ever be as good as an athlete as he is. He's incredible. He's had horror show nightmares on social media before, Ricochet, where he just doesn't know when to just zip it. Mm. He's fallen afoul of the comment section and his replies before he had this... Quasi beef with Io Shirai when someone pointed out to him, oh, she's a great high flyer, just like you. And I think he tweeted and deleted, yeah, I can do everything she can do. She can't do everything I can do. He's had a beef with Ethan Page where he came off horrendously, uh, like body shaming him, etc. Basically, Ricochet has had previous of being stupid on socials. So maybe he's not been chosen to lead this sort of... Uh, social media backlash on behalf of the roster and they're going to pivot it and make him Daniel Bryan. 
it's just as likely for me that Ricochet has said this when he probably should have just said nothing at all. So I'm not convinced it's been turned into an angle on the basis of those tweets from those wrestlers. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Another reason why I can't see a pivot happening is they've got two huge matches and it's an even more huge conundrum than this time last year. If you recall, it was... Well, Sami Zayn is hugely over. Sami Zayn isn't just in the arena over, contrarian over. He is pulling numbers for these segments. And the exact debate last time was, well, can it not just be Sami Zayn instead mm-hmm. of Cody? Are people going to revolt and all the rest of it? They had two matches last year and did them both. I, they've got two massive matches now, and it's Cody versus Roman and Rock versus Roman. Those two matches are huge. The both matches were either confirmed or telegraphed by Cody saying, mm-hmm. not a WrestleMania, but I will get you. Mm-hmm. I cannot, for the life of me, imagine WWE with the fact that they've got shareholders who basically demand all the money imaginable, splicing those two matches together in a triple threat. Mm-hmm. Why would you put those two huge mega money matches into one? And that one version is bittersweet and it's like a compromise. I just cannot see them doing that at all. Um, so just to cut in there, is my, I don't think this is going to happen. Is there a belief that they might believe they're giving away neither? Is there a bit of a Ronda, Charlotte, Becky about it where it's like, oh, actually, the singles match has been preserved? Maybe. I Maybe. don't agree. Adam the Rock be. will do well to wrestle one match. Zero percent <laughs> chance of pivot, in my opinion, but just yes. hit me there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've done that before where they thought we're keeping stuff. I just cannot imagine they'll do a triple threat, nor for that matter... Can I imagine, like, you can't even get Roman Reigns to do a stadium show in Australia yeah. that's a canonical pay-per-view, PLE, Elimination Chamber, like, in the space between the Rumble and Mania, and people are expecting them to go back-to-back. People are expecting The Rock to do the job to Roman so that Roman then can drop the title to Cody. The original idea of Rock coming back was so he could be bigger than Cody this night. He's, Roman Reigns is not going to work twice, and The Rock is not going to relegate himself to the Lex Luger position. Absolutely not happening at all. In terms of, well, they're going to have to do something with the crowd reaction. One, I don't know if they are. People will get under the spell of The Rock in Philadelphia. They just will. Mm. And even if they don't, the other pivot that people aren't talking about is that Roman can be situational babyface here, and The mm. Rock can play heel as long as you get that marquee singles match, and it's the big one-on-one. Like wrestlers don't get into this to do triple threats at WrestleMania. They do it to be the one-on-one, to do the Hogan Savage, Hogan Andre. That's just how big business and big egos work. So I can't see any of the pivots. One more thing. It's nostalgic, isn't it? The Fed just being rubbish and getting in their own way and being antagonistic and having an absolute crap with their trousers on. That was just one little note there. <laughs> Number six, this absolutely kills the Rumble. Which, you know, they've done a massive business number for it. Gate, viewership on Peacock. But it's... There have been way more savaged ones than acclaimed ones of late. And the idea of this match that is the hardest one to endure the ultimate stakes for the impossible victory. You have to outlast 29 other men. And if you manage to do that, if you manage to do that, you get to go to the biggest show in the main event. Mm -hmm. Statistically, that's not even true less than half of the time, but it's still something they persist with. It just buries the Rumble in retrospect if you just go, I won the Rumble, but I don't care about it. 
oh my God, are you joking? It's absolutely preposterous. And maybe the Rumble is such an entrenched institution that you cannot kill it even with a thousand cuts. But my God, they're on the 900 at this point with that gimmick match. It really is. I, I don't think it's in any danger. But this year's at least. What a waste of bloody time and the show itself was made. Right, I've gone through the permutations. Hamlet, tell the people why this was as stupid as it was. And I I want you to do a good job here, and I think you can do a good job. <laughs> on every level, so <laughs> the rock. <laughs> there were like there were own goals here. Yeah. They're already through the match. There were own goals scored here that they did not need to score. Generationally terrible book in this segment. This is the worst piece of WWE television playing out as it was supposed to, that I've seen since the belt swap between Charlotte Flair and Becky mm -hmm. Lynch. I would put it on that level. Permutation's much bigger as well. Yep. The stakes were way higher. That was just a sad night. Like, what has all this become? You know, like, it, I would hold that segment aloft as the, like, Vince McMahon, you've blown your monopoly, you've blown everything. They, like, you've destroyed every last little bit of what this was, and now we just watch this, this sort of mangled version of it. And that's kind of what, we watched get burned down on Friday because, you know, this isn't to sit and have a referendum on Triple H's booking style or how, like, WWE is... Or The Rock's booking style, Nick Khan's booking yeah. style. It's to say that of since July 2022, he has rebuilt that. So if you think about that belt swap as just as bad as it all got and mm -hmm. how that product looked, it was like, no, no, he has restored how a wrestling show is supposed to look and wrestlers are, go from A to B to C and they're supposed to go on these journeys and all the rest of it. Cody Rhodes at the absolute centre of it. Like, he cut that promo two years ago and yes, it was still in an old WWE, but the story has held firm. Cody Rhodes has held firm in the face of the, what now looks quaint, WrestleMania 39 booking compared to what we saw on Friday. <laughs> like, that was a... If you were going to buy Paul Heyman's baseball analogies and Triple H's patronizing press conference stuff, you were led to believe that this was like old-fashioned, test-the-big-star stuff. How is Cody's year going to go? We think there's even bigger money in this, so we'll give him one more year. And he's done it. Yeah. He's passed every single test. Dominic Mysterio, Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, these are bad tests as well. Like, group war games, things where it's just like, do you remember the SmackDown where, like, the Cody Rhodes was the last baby face in front of John Cena, and his music cut off early, and people were just singing it to take on the Bloodline Judgment Day supergroup. All of this is just, we're going to make you do every baby face thing because you're drawing huge. You're making a bunch of money in, like, merchandise, house show. Like, the business gets hotter. You are, despite the fact that we made you eat at WrestleMania 39, you are proving that we were right to make you do it somehow. This is perfect for everybody. So Cedric's point about Daniel Bryan, I made this point on the Raw preview that we've already recorded. This is not even that, because that would be like doing the Yes movement with a John Cena or a Hulk Hogan. Cody Rhodes is not a Daniel Bryan. Cody Rhodes is not going to win the title and get fed. So one A star? Yeah, was not going to get fed to Kane. Mm. He was going to be the guy. You know, yeah. he was going to go on and be that. And there's already been that guy. Let's be honest. Yes. Like without a title, without a name, he's already. Loads of people have been sharing that recently uh, to, to back up the hashtag We Want Cody stuff of like Make a Wish stuff or him. Yeah. Just, you know, talk. there was the thing over the the house show over the weekend with the oh, legally blind person. Yeah, amazing stuff. Yeah, it's become an absolutely disastrous cell phone because he's paid for that wrestling class to all go to WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh Even God. Scott's thoughts mean he's. Oh, Jesus Christ, he's going to be the best man at someone's wedding, so he's always the groomsman, never the groom. This could, like, all of these nice gestures are now being blown back in his face because he's been made to look a complete arsehole. Like, it, 
I, like you don't even know which bit to focus on first. I should have taken the newts because in picking apart the segment, where do you go first? Do you look at the face-off between him and The Rock? And is it only dawning on The Rock in that moment of the the situation in how it's actually going to play out, or does he simply not care? Mm-hmm. Is it like Roman Reigns? We'll get to him in a second. But Roman Reigns in that moment is still in this enough that he knows that this isn't the call, but there are battles to pick and there are hills to die on when you're in a position like Roman Reigns, and this was not that. He's not going to... He's like, I like Roman Reigns enough, and I quite like what he's achieved from a position... From the start that WWE gave him, I kind of love that he's made it anyway. Yeah. But the hill he's going to die on is not, no, we've all worked too hard for this, give Cody the match. Absolutely no chance, no way. And I honestly think, speculation on my part here, but I honestly think that Roman Reigns doing what he did before Cody even came out is comparable to Hulk Hogan and Sting at Starcade 1997. In terms of a, I'm doing this for me, I did not say everything I was going to say backstage. I've gone out there and I have not gone into business for myself because there is an element where as a character you should say, well, Roman Reigns should have gone out there and said, Seth, I heard what you said on Monday. Like, that has not been forgotten. You do not speak about the tribal chief like that and there will be a day for you. But anyway, I've understood I've got a decent business with Cody Rose. You know, blows him off like that. And you just leave it there because the, he's not then been made a bitch by Seth Rollins, the Hollywood title and all stuff. Not least when Cody Rose comes out and tries to protect everybody's feelings. I didn't agree with what Seth said about your, your belt, Roman. And Roman's like, well, I don't care anymore because I buried him like below the surface of the earth. Like Seth Rollins is never coming back. Seth Rollins promo on Monday, burnt alive by Roman Reigns, incinerated by Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, in one promo that I think was an act of self-preservation, knowing how the segment was going to play out, undoes about eight months of earnest hard work from Seth Rollins to get that <laughs> toy belt over, just kills it, just puts a bullet in its head in one So unnecessary. Promo. Like, so unnecessary. And I have to assume that was based on a, he's in that ring being like, Jesus Christ, it's all gone dog-eat-dog. So I'll best get my bite in now. Like, he, he must be thinking that. He's like, I've done, I've been through every version of this stupid company and the way the, the brazenness prowl, like, takes people out and the politics of it all. So I'll just, you know what, I'm going to have mine because, like, Rock's about to eat Cody's lunch. So I'll best get fed first. I, I, like, I, <laughs> the, honestly, like, I think he's, if, if one day all of this comes out that, like, Roman was following his instructions, then they're even dumber than you think they are, having watched the rest of it play out, because it just felt like, it felt like what you're watching is real. Somebody is just having a shot for self-preservation, and he's, there's a bit of Sean and Diesel at WrestleMania 11, because he's basically taking down one of his brothers to do it. Like, so much for the Shield Brotherhood, I guess Seth, well, f*** me, I guess. I got a bum knee, and I've cut the promo of my life to try and salvage some of this. And like, what, like, what kind of meeting is Triple H and Seth Rollins going to have to have backstage at Raw today? What do we uh, make of that then, Paul? Like, under whose jurisdiction was that then? Like, what can Triple H, can he look Seth in the eye and say, yeah, that was me. When he got backstage, I shook his hand and said, thanks for that, Roman. Good work. And Seth's like, well, you know, I think I'll get back on the bus and go. Like, it is, it was that kind of level of destructive promo in the moment. There will be no consequences for it. I'm saying all this, there will be no consequences. But in the moment, it was just, well, just when you think this can't get any worse in retrospect, it does when you rethink how poor that promo was. Uh, the Rock and Roman Reigns is one of the only examples of a match I can think of where you do this and there is one, like the one sort of, I don't want to say saving grace, but the one element of it where it can be justified is that it's that match. I don't think there are too many pairings in wrestling history that you could do everything of this 
and then be like, but it's okay. Like, again, to go back to Daniel Bryan, the option that was being presented was freaking Batista versus Randy Orton. Yeah. Like a six, seven-year-old story that nobody wanted to watch anymore. So that was another reason why it was like, this needs to be, Brian's about the now, all of these guys are ancient, this is dead, this is a you thing, this is not an us thing. Like, Rock and Roman is still enormous. My it wife is. was absolutely jazzed when The Rock came out. Loads of people I just will went be. on Twitter downstairs, and I think someone had written an article about the latest update on the issues uh, about what's just happened. And your wife just replied saying, what issue? I want to see The Rock versus Roman Reigns. Yeah. Loads of people will think that. Yeah. I, like, I thought the exact same thing about Sidge. I thought if it flips on the night, like we've forgotten how to be nice about The Rock, funnily enough, in this last 48 hours. Mm. But if it flips on the night, there's no one better in the ring to make it work than The Rock. Mm. Historically, Why do they hate Philadelphia WWE so much? Well, it's fantastic that that's <laughs> happening in Philadelphia again. Aye, the Rumble 15. So like, w- the whole thing's weird. Like... It's the, pre- the prevailing thing about the Seth Rollins promo was like it was the most hollow, terrifying premise articulated as well as they could have done it. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they could have done a better job of delivering the bad news. And then they've given you the bad news and undone the hard work mm. of Seth Rollins on that night as well. Absolutely ridiculous. In kayfabe, in canon, Cody Rhodes says to Seth Rollins, I'll think about it, right? And then on Friday, Roman Reigns says all of that, and Cody Rhodes goes, I've thought about it. I like my chances against that loser you were just talking about. Like, that is a, that is a disaster for the Cody Rhodes character, and there are... Not really. It's no? going to... Well, people are massively well, uh, behind uh, him, uh, yeah. But like, sort of, in terms of, like, now... Oh, if, if any of it made sense. Yeah, narratively... In fiction. Yeah, yes. he can't square it in the fiction. Like, narratively, that just doesn't... That isn't him or any of this. The... I have... I think there's a 0% chance to pivot, by the way. Not, yeah, like, just even if they do, and I've said, I put my cards on the table, I don't think they do. Even if they do, well done, idiots. You've yeah. just destroyed the two biggest matches you've had, and you're going to get a compromise of one of them, because yeah. Roman Reigns is not working back-to-back. Yeah, just there's isn't. There's a lot of wild fantasy booking and hopium, copium, whatever you want to call it. Desperation. Like, yeah, people suggesting, like you say, triple threats or night one, night two, or oh, what if they did like uh, Rock Cody in in uh, in Elimination Chamber or all this sort of stuff, right? And uh, I want to give a shout out to. I will get to all the questions. I promise. There's so many questions that people have been asking about this. Dan of the Dragons, I think it was, who summed up my perspective on all this. Uh, where's, where's the comment gone? He basically said, I'm so annoyed because this is exactly what I wanted, but not like this, basically. not. Hey, I'm so wound up. I want to see The Rock versus Roman so much, just not like this. Like, Rock versus Roman, I have no issue. I love The Rock. I'm still excited about going to WrestleMania to see The Rock. I've said this before. He was my idol growing up. I'm very excited to see Him and that. Jim Carrey. Him and Jim Carrey, yeah. Um, <laughs> But not not this year. Like, what's stopping you from 41 yeah, if we waited this bloody long? I know they're not now. now it's that's another point before we have to get the smoke down. Like, what, Dick? He could have done this last year or the year before, and he's waited for it to get hot. And it's not, he hasn't just waited for it to get hot. He has, like, been so desperate to the point where he'll set on fire... The best thing WWE has done in fiction is a plan. It's something they intended for 20 years. Yeah. This rise of Cody Rhodes, yeah. other than John Cena being the guy, mm-hmm. right? This is the biggest thing they've done in years and years and years and years and years and years and years. And, years. and he's done it now. Yeah. Just wait a year. Why is he so desperate? I know he's not getting 
the biggest leads anymore. He's had a few bombs at the box office. This is where that speculation comes in, especially this news like the January 3rd inner circle that knew it. The Rock, as we know it right now, until other facts present themselves or other stories come out, The Rock just fancied it. Like for personal political or career reasons, he just fancied it and he got to say what went. He's doing this as the boss. Do you know what I mean? He's doing this as, as the boss. He's Triple H's gaffer, and he's doing it now. And he would, th- that doesn't make a difference in terms of The Rock having a stroke to be able to get away with this, but it also only adds to the ugliness of it, that, like, hey, I'm kind of in charge, actually. And uh, my mate Brian is going to come on board, Triple H, and just sit together. We're just going to tweak some stuff, yeah? Um, like, all that kind of thing is, again, like, it's us speculating on where The Rock's career aspirations lie or how much he wants to be in it or if it's just a one-and-done or whatever. It's just, uh, on that, right, related to that, I understand that... It's like the worst management figure since Kip Frey. <laughs> yes. I, when I, me and Sidgwick messaging this over the weekend, Sidge, like, admitted outright, like, it's 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 great that, you put it in your points, it's great that WWE have done this. It's been a while since they've done something so disastrously bad that we can have a lot of fun <laughs> with it. It's just, it's interesting. I, the ghosts. I think there is, there is really something to this, right? Uh, what Triple H has done, or WWE as a creative entity have done for the first time in about two years. I don't know the demographic of like the young fans, and I don't know if they were doing another John Cena run where a bunch of younger fans were coming in and this was great for their like future mm. fan base or whatever. But I do know that a bunch of uh, fans were very, very satisfied and felt rewarded by WWE and the the gates bear that out and the reactions on most TV shows bear that out to a load of the different characters. And I know that also as some, like an older fan that just wanted to like a version of WWE, that's been that as well. And I think it's, there's probably plenty of me's out there that are just of a certain age that thought this is never going to be entertaining again. And I've been really enjoying it. Like, Aww. feel sad. Like, irony's okay. Sincerity's scary. People don't like... I not him. ...when you can engage in something fully and you've been entitled to engage in it fully over mm. the last sort of like two years, Cody especially, but like WWE writ large, this one, this domino falling kind of reminds you, uh, it could all just, it could all just be this again, and it could all just be chaos era. AW fans or people that like enjoy the misery of WWE fans should absolutely rip the piss. This is a good day for them. <laughs> but like it's, it's worse than just, the 2014, Daniel Bryan, whatever, pick your favourite, Dolph Ziggler, whoever. It's way worse. It's way, way, way it's worse. way dumber. That. Way dumber because those fans were itching for an AW. Those fans were itching for a New Japan and got it. Those fans like were itching for an NXT and that was within WWE's purview. This is different. They had them and they stand to lose them and you never really forget that first time that your sort of heart gets broken by this sort of thing. Here's a question before we move on to the other questions and the review of the TV show. That's completely oh, imma- yeah. immaterial. Say it's all correct what they said. Roman beats Rock. Uh, then Cody says, I don't know, it's SummerSlam or even the WrestleMania after. I'm still coming for you. I'm going to finish the story. I want that title. Is there a way to salvage it, basically, by Roman beating Rock? Then again, Rock said he wants the belt. <laughs> is, can they just park it a year, or is this one thing really enough for people to go, oh, I'll never trust them again? Uh, speaking to somebody that just never switched well, off. Well, you're the wrong person. I'm a bad example for this. Ass. What I will say, though, is Cody, Cody sort of has to lose to Seth for that 
to play out because he could just if and when he could wins, drop the title to anyone and then go after Roman. I suppose. Yeah, like this is it. It's all it all feels more weighty now. Just everything. One passes. thing I'll say as well, just to answer my own question, sorry, Wilbur, right. very quickly, is that no one stays over that long forever. Mm. There's a finite number of years. They could burn through every bit of investment that these fans vocally, audibly financially having Cody Rhodes right now, by the time he actually gets the belt, people that the might start to turn. People turn on everyone. People turn on MJF most recently. People turn on Austin in the year 2000, late, kind of. Yep. It's not the same, but they slowly got a bit mm -hmm. disinterested there. Like, name a wrestler, people got bored of them, or there was a backlash at some point, especially in the weekly episodic primetime cable era. I was worried they were going to do that for Cody this year. Yeah, I was yeah. worried, are you going to make it? All right, you get Brock, that's kind of like, time, gives you, yeah. that gives you till sort of SummerSlam. Then you still have to do loads of feuds where people go, well, Cody's not going to lose this feud yeah. because he's on the road to WrestleMania. And, and think oh, about he's won the Rumble again. Like, some people were saying it then. He's won the Rumble again. That's annoying. But for the most part, people are like, no, 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 we need this because it's obvious this is... People the, the, are getting bored of John Moxley and AW. Yeah. Or not bored, Bianca but Belair like... got it for a bit, didn't she? Yeah, John Moxley and AW in 2020. Like, people needed him. Yeah. People saw him as the best guy to have been involved in pro wrestling performance and the human being we think we can tell. People were grateful for John Moxley. He was like the mm. most universal, unifying ace. And now people are like, oh, you should take a holiday. It happens to them all, and they could do this to him... Cody Rhodes before he even wins the belt. And as well, right, it's a, the rise of a star like Cody's. It's not just aura. It's not just the magic power of a superstar. It's booking. So when The Rock potentially sets fire to this So the match, 1999 WCW, WCW roster and who they had, yeah, Goldberg, right. Sting, DDP, didn't make a difference. The Rock isn't just setting fire to Cody right now. In order to preserve Cody and Roman for 39, you had to burn through Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn as credible babyface challenges mm -hmm. to Roman Reigns. In order to preserve Cody, you had to have, to, had to have him go over pretty much the whole mid-card this year, and you had to have Roman Reigns definitely, without a doubt, beat LA Knight and Randy Orton, conclusively, right? All of those bodies are getting burned by this as well because their pushes had to die yeah. for this bigger plan of Roman versus either 39 or 40, the bigger plan. I remember saying this this time last year. I was like, I get the worry about the Sammy and Cody thing, but I'm not actually worried about it. I just think Cody's the guy and people see that. And I even think that's when Sammy loses at Elimination Chamber. It's going to be yeah. all right. And you look, you'll look back in May and say, oh, it's all worth it. Yeah. yeah. Like, they've done that over and over again, premised on the idea that he would win at 39. They've bought your patience to get you to WrestleMania 40. Um, I don't care anymore about that arsehole, but, like, Brock Lesnar was willing to be like, I oh, he's I'll I'll endorse him, whatever. Like John Cena came back to put LA Knight over to lose to Roman Reigns. Like there are so many things because it's a booked fictional product that get Cody Rose's House point of cards, isn't it? For the rock to go, yeah. nope. And then that's all like yeah. if it happens as well next year, it's probably just be a formality. And then that's not interesting. Yeah. No. And what what's had to happen in the twelve months, like Cody defending yeah. a belt that Roman has buried just to keep busy. Yeah, it could all be a formality that no one cares about anymore by the time it actually happens. Just a quick word on this fan backlash, because there's a lot of people in the chat saying we want Cody, uh, understandably. Um, Good hashtag, that will be. <laughs> but you've had it trending, like 400,000 tweets or whatever it was that was trending. It was trending above Real Madrid and Mbappe over the weekend, which is insane to think. It's been reported on by 
Forbes and like TMZ and things like that. The, the YouTube video uh, has, has had, I think, uh, like 500,000 dislikes to 100,000 likes for The Rock, for example, which they've still edited Cody's thing out of. Um, there's talk of a hijack uh, for tonight's Raw in St. Louis. Not, none of that's going to change their mind. Nah. Like, they, I mean, well, look. It keeps going. Smackdowns and Raws. And I mean, Vengeance Day had it already. People get used to stuff. The Rock's The Rock. Uh, the Rock and Roman Reigns as a match is pretty powerful. Again, they're not on a platform of nothing here. You know, this is not foundations made of sand. It's still the Rock and Roman Reigns. Um, the Cody Rhodes problem won't go away, and that includes if he beats Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. It might get worse because people won't just have the faith anymore that he can get it done or have faith in the machine to keep him there. That's And that's the thing. Like, they... Like the book in they rebuild. might want this tension next year. Yeah. Like they the, might want it for how much of a formality this could end up being. The book in rebuilt a lot of faith in the company's ability to make the most of suddenly what was in their lap and the stars and the rest of it. And that's that might that might go. You, you never know until ages after the fact in reality. Um that's another point I was gonna make as well. About uh just about like them not Yeah, this was it. The I saw like I, I tweeted about this, so if you follow me on X, you might have already read a version of this. So a lot of people trying to suggest that... Some of the chats are saying this, by the way. They'll do anything to divert attention from the scandal. The, the, the sex trafficking yeah. lawsuit. Shut up. This is a bad take, right? We are talking about this today on our wrestling podcast about wrestling on another day in a news, in a news piece or in actual federal investigations, Vince McMahon is and WWE and John Laurinaitis are being, have been filed suit for sex trafficking, right? You risk trivialising that very, very serious and disgusting document and everything associated with that case by the mere suggestion that this bullshit is in any way tied to it. Get off that one. Like, I I almost get, because we've learned in, like, the Trumpian era to see, like, distraction politics. Mm. Vince McMahon's moustache was to make people talk about a moustache rather than the hush money because it's like, oh, he's back. It wasn't the hush money thing. Look at his whack. Like, that's a literal distraction in action. The federal investigators are not stopping there going no. through the evidence because of a wacky segment on SmackDown. This is trivial fluff. It's fun to debate, even if you're laughing at how wrong it's gone or whatever. It's just a TV show. Mm. Get off that one because the it's like... The Buchan decision predates the filing of the suit or the publication well, or that, that well. being yeah. coming public. So the evidence supports yeah. that. But like, I do get why people have sort of seen it a bit. But, like, who gives a toss about conversation? Like, WWE don't. That's mm. why. That's another reason why I think there's a 0% chance of a pivot. So it's just a bit of discourse. It's just a Forbes article today. It's, it barely exists tomorrow. Like, the there's been more toxic buildings than I think The Rock will walk out to between now and WrestleMania. I could be proved wrong on that. If he, like, what was the one where uh, he didn't work the night after SummerSlam 2002 because he was genuinely wrong-footed by how much those New Jersey fans... He's like, oh, I might work it. I might not. Yeah, oh, that's the <laughs> it didn't work it. Aye. <laughs> so there's there is a bit of history. To suggest. He's not got a poker face, so nah. it should be funny if all this happens. But I just do. I think the buildings are going to be that bad. Probably not. I don't think we're going to hit Rumble 2015. Different I, time. I think that. Like, I think. I, I think it's foolish and naive to underestimate the discord in this audience. I do think this audience is the new audience that cares. I think we're past the point where like. So, like, 2021 when Sidgwick went, they all just went to AEW. They did. But this is definitely a... There's an upgrade to this audience now that will feel really alienated by this. But to the extent where hijacks make a difference, I don't... Nah, I don't think so. 
And like loads of the shows are still pretty good. It's like, it's that top down thing. Like WWE fans going to WWE shows, and I would consider myself one if I could, would largely have a good time. And then Cody Rhodes comes out and you'd be reminded, ah, oh, they almost had it perfect. Yeah. Like the Judgment Day will come out and like, oh, great Judgment Day here. And then like, you know, sort of Damage Control would like have a, a big segment like they got on the SmackDown and have huge problems with that, by the way. But fundamentally, I was like, Bailey's come back to Babyface, mm. great. Loads of WrestleMania I can't wait for. Tinged with a little bit of, I really knackered Cody, that could have been special. Mm. That's not worth them, like, undoing all their plans for that. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Uh, let's get to the questions. We've got loads to get through, and we'll try and briefly touch on some of the other stuff that happened on SmackDown. Maybe just the well. Bailey thing. Yeah. Um, a great question from Kevin Flannery. Kevin, thank you for your question. Um, excellent stuff, guys. Thank you, Kev. I uh, totally agree with you. If this was the plan since January 3rd, what was the plan for Punk? Uh, Seth Rollins. So then what would be the plan Cody for Cody? Do? I don't know. And I don't think they've thought about... That's because there's two different visions that yeah. don't know each other. Yeah. Triple H has booked like, Cody and think... Roman and Punk and Seth, and The Rock has gone, I'm booking The Rock. Like, think, that's, that's do you the think reality. Dwayne Johnson sat down with Nick Khan purportedly, and they've booked his angle with Roman, and they've set in stone when it's going to happen, and, you know, welcome to the board and all the rest of it. Do you think, like, oh, what do we do about CM Punk and Cody Rhodes? Yeah. Mm. Like those ham and eggers. No, they're not going down, <laughs> not going down the roster one care. by one of them. Yeah, yeah, so there's two conflicting visions here by the latest report and a shifting story. And it sort of makes, you can see the levels, can't you? You can definitely see how that would Aye. play out as well. Uh, ben Johnson was asking if this was all a ploy to, to change the narrative away from the Vince allegations. I feel like we've tackled that yeah. one already. Uh, Matt Rain says, good afternoon, gents. At least we have cheesesteaks and arcade hoops to look forward to. <laughs> uh, and, of course, the What Culture Live show, I should mention. WhatCulture.com forward slash tickets. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. It is the uh, meat in the WrestleMania sandwich. At uh, What Culture. At What Culture. Um, VIP tickets sold out, but uh, general admission tickets still available. WhatCulture.com forward slash tickets. Um... Matt Rain says, uh, and beer as well. Lots of beer. Enjoy the rest of your day, King and Willie. Thank you very much, Matt. Thank you. <laughs> um, Asshole. And he says, we want Cody business. It's futile. It's Rock's company. He won't pivot. Cody's never beating Reigns now. Nothing on the WrestleMania card I care about other than uh, Becky Rhea. 
Uh, Steve Nicolakopoulos, thank you for your questions, Steve. What a pronunciation. Well, Edward well Shirazans, thank you. Uh, says, G'day, gents. Um, G'day. Cons- considering every mania ending with a zero, WWE crowned an undersized fan favourite under Vince, but under their game, they crown a part-timer. Could Ava, she, doesn't, she hasn't got a surname, she's The Rock's daughter, play into the finish? <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> if you want Schadenfreude, that's yeah. uh, it's the funniest joke. Aye. Um, it th- is weird that people were saying, you know, 10, 20, 30, yeah. fan favourite, last thing that you see. And now, and now here we are. That's what I think people have leaned on the most. I Like the... the WrestleMania ends in a zero thing. But do you think, multiple do you think yeah. Dwayne Johnson sat down and goes, it's an interesting law with WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. It's that it, every WrestleMania ending in a zero, booking plans have gone awry through fans petitioning and wanting to force their favourite into the picture. It's so... No. Just, it's, I, think, I think it's healthy for people to understand this, though. Like, I think it's healthy for a lot of people, and I get why you would want to try and find a way out of it or fantasy book something different or whatever. I think it's healthy for people to realise what's realistically at play here. The Rock fancied it. Go f*** yourself. Like, it's no more complicated than that. The, the child in me saying, but you're the people's champion. Listen to the people, Dwayne. But, I mean, it's, it's very naive. I don't know how we can nice. live through, what, two years of CM Punk at large and realise that catchphrases are catchphrases and gimmicks yeah. are gimmicks and there's no such thing as uh, reality. In Welcome wrestling. to the business, kid. Welcome to the business, kid. My, not, my <laughs> innocence has been lost as well. When I'm back in my day, I drove a Titan bike out to the desert. I shouldn't take the piss. My innocence has been lost as well. <laughs> uh, Michael Lavely, th- the third, thank you for your question, hey. Mike, says, this is huge, guys. This is the biggest fan backlash in a long time. Are they really about to have the Rock versus Roman at backlash? Surely <laughs> not. <laughs> He wouldn't do. Congratulations. I understand. Leon. It's a. Uh, Le Rock. It's a joke question. Um, but he wouldn't do. Apparently, the Saudi show was whispered. Mm. Then again, those news filtered out after the deal was originally struck. So who yeah. knows? But uh, I know you're getting The Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. And again, if you don't and they pivot in whichever direction, what a disaster. People would have been chuffed with that match. Mm. Had Cody either won the title or Rock versus Roman happened next year. Cody Rhodes should have won the title at WrestleMania 39. I remained steadfast in that belief, and I was correct, Wilborn. Yes, Everyone was correct at the time. Everyone on my replies on Twitter, and Johan Benson in the chat says, Wilborn, you must be so vindicated as wrestling's only journalist. See? Let <laughs> it play out. I'll be honest, I didn't see this one coming. Um, it went from SummerSlam, then that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah. WrestleMania 40, that's not happening. It was all, it was all there. It was all oh bollocks. <laughs> uh, Mark Lee Willis, thank you, Mark, says, uh, surely... Surely is not a word we should use in wrestling anymore, really. No. Surely mm. Bailey and EO have to headline a WrestleMania night, as Cole definitely said during the Women's Royal Rumble that the winner could pick one of them to headline. Right, first of all, I got done with this in 34, where I went, Shinsuke's won the Rumble, and the Rumble winner, main event WrestleMania. And that's obviously happened lots of times prior to that. Um, and Mark also says, with the chance of Paramore being part of Bailey's WrestleMania, which of their songs could work well? Beginning of Fake Happy. He sent us a tweet to, ch- to check out regarding that as well. I only know Hard Times. <laughs> yes. What's the other, what's the, what's the, what was the big hit from that emo era? Uh, misery Business was the yes. big emo era. Uh, not emo, not true. I'm more of a Midwestern um, emo purist. <laughs> <laughs> people, they call anything emo these days. And it, it was uh, pop punk, really, I would say. Yeah. yeah. I hate when people just conflate emo with a uh, heard of mineral. That's emo for you. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, in terms of ba- we'll get to Bailey's I'd, thing in a bit. But uh, like, if they can get there, it's uh, right now. It looks like it's going to be a Cody match or it has a to be, yeah. Becky and Rhea because that's been big for ages. It's Ro- if it's Rock Roman, it's Cody Seth. That's it. There's no argument whatsoever. You can't have Cody be demoted from. Well, you can't Surely, Will Bond. Yes. Surely. Um, I just don't think, like, I don't know. I, I think when we get, and I do believe it'll happen on Raw tonight, Cody and Seth will be made official, and then they'll have the press conference to... That's the thing, the press conference. ...show all that up in Vegas. I don't, and then it's, like, again, Seth Rollins just gets his belt buried to have, to get the main event slot taken off him on night one. But does like that feel like a night one main event? I think Seth being in the main event was a CM Punk thing, not just a generic Seth Rollins thing, personally. But we'll see. There's time to... They've set up Bailey and Eo. They've set up enough Becky and Rhea. I think they like we'll see between now and like what, it's two more months. Yeah, like what story feels. Like. We, this is the thing we've got actually quite a long time mm. now, potentially with the two big title matches set up. We'll see which match feels like it wants yeah. to spot the most. The press conference is the big thing. They've booked that thinking oh, everyone's going to go mad, get the yeah. biggest match in wrestling possible. Let's celebrate and build at the press conference. Uh-uh. Seth takes a swing for Roman. Any chance you'll, you're fantasy booking on Twitter, the Rock says Vegas is going to be the host of WrestleMania next year. Oh, no, I know, I was right. taking the absolute piss. There's absolutely no chance of that. Just like, I thought it was funny because I want um, NXT to take place in the Caesars Palace car park like WrestleMania 9 and Raw and SmackDown to be at the Sphere. Oh, yeah. But uh, we should fly out to that car park, you know. We should. We should. We should fly out just to see what what's going on there. The WrestleMania law. It's mm. <laughs> a good idea. Yeah. Uh, Drew C says regarding the Rock, he whispered, "Know your role and shut your mouth." Uh, <laughs> could the fans make Night One a bigger success and boycott making a difference against the Rock star power? Sting at the Foot Fetish Arena this week. I hope AEW don't let me down. <laughs> <laughs> the Footprint Arena. It says yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> the night looks like the night to bad vibes. Tour is yeah, going to yeah, continue, yeah. isn't it? Like, <laughs> They're advertising it in advance now. Yeah. Night one's always been this just this joyous occasion where, like, not only have you had a brilliant time, but there's so much more to come. Oh, everything's gone so Yeah, night two sucks ass. Night one rules. Yeah. I say this as the most lapsed fan come analyst of all of it that I have to watch. Night one. Come analyst. <laughs> come analyst. What is there to analyze? Like, I. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love night one of WrestleMania so much, man. Yeah. Like, every one of them has been great. Uh, RW Weather says, as Wilborn always said, let it play out. And I bloody called it. Roman will tie Hogan this year, then break the WrestleMania main, main event record at 41. Um, well, more than deserved. Never understood the hate. Been a fan of Reigns for a decade since the Rumble. He should have won. The ultimate irony of that, of Roman Reigns going, oh, Seth Rollins is the number t- two title holder and all the rest of it. Like, you're going for the number two record? Yeah. Or is Hogan above... Morales. Uh, yeah, but he's below Bruno. Bruno. Yeah, so he's so number two. He's yeah. number two. The, um, it's it's quite something when, like, Hogan's numbers as well, like that title reign, people are just... Like, Hogan had a pretty good deal of it, even when he was working 400 nights a year because of time travel. <laughs> but I like Roman's numbers at this point. are just pathetic, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. It's just a bunch of dates on yeah. a Wikipedia page. Like it's, I get why people would attach a lot of meaning to it and to have imagined that in the 2020s you would have had that happen. That was very unlikely that you would have a champion like this. But the reason is, is because he never defends the thing. Mm. It's not because he's going month to month and staying over. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Rich Richard C. Good question for you. This Sage. Will the treatment of Cody stop talent switching? Hmm. 
Nah. Nah, 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 nah. Even something like this will be forgotten. Everything gets forgotten. Emotions callous. Trust me, I know. They'll forget it. They'll forget it. They will forget it. Like, I reckon if they had that feeling, and maybe I'm saying certain AEW wrestlers probably did at WrestleMania 39, why wouldn't they? Mm. You'd think, all right, that seems like a good deal. Oh, great, another option. Oh, I'm not doing that. I, like, I don't think that's good for my career. As far back as 72 hours ago, or whatever it was, they're probably still thinking it was a good idea after changing their mind. They'll do something, then they'll change their mind. They'll go where the money goes. Yeah, that's, it's always the money, isn't it? Like, I think this is the most it's looked from the outside. It's not to be too cynical, but it's hard not to be yeah. at the minute. It's like, it's this is the closest since he's been back. I always had the feeling that, like, Cody would have this fantastic movie run and go back to AEW. And I've not stopped thinking about it, but there's just been, I've been given no evidence to suggest why he would rush there anytime soon. The but, personal issue that's been mooted? Yeah, I guess. Could um, be really personal for all we know. And, it's and he could have been like, if anyone's going to be really dignified and not say a word about it, yeah. Maybe there's a NDA. I, you yeah. just don't know. It's yeah, a different world. It's a different world. It could be a bigger block than money can plow through, couldn't it? Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to go back. I've lost uh, some of the uh, questions, so I do apologize for that on my screen. But uh, yeah, people saying, I saw one that said, uh, do we t- trust t- Triple H to be the guy to fix it? I suppose he wasn't involved in the, the conversation. He might not have the power. Yeah. He might have been. A coup might have been made at his expense, and for extracurricular reasons, he might not be there anymore. Don't know. Don't know how to answer that. It's above my level, certainly, of understanding of what the infrastructure looks like. I don't think anyone knows. I don't think Triple H knows what the infrastructure there looks like these days. I didn't expect it to be The Rock doing Different this. ball game. Yeah, I remember me and you talked about it, Sid. I was very, I was really interested in this new TKO era from a structural point of view, because never ever in our lifetime as fans with WWE, and I guess not currently with AEW, was there a situation where the creative head uh, could be ousted when results were no longer up to snuff or political reasons, you know, in the way that... So it was just Vince. It would happen repeatedly in WCW. It was a Turner thing, and sooner or later somebody's head would roll, and then whatever. That had never happened in WWE, and it wasn't likely to happen in AEW anytime soon. And I thought that's... It's a private company. Yeah, that's. I think that's an interesting I mean, element. It can't happen. You'd have to give up. Yeah. It's an interesting thing that we have in WWE now, where, like, let's say this wasn't what was going on, but just business skids, and Triple H suddenly had no PowerPoint presentation he could do to keep his job, he'd get replaced. And by whom as well? I never imagined it would be by The Rock because he was putting his mate in the job, but that's how mm. it goes sometimes. Like, the, these people in these spots now are replaceable in a way that we never imagined uh, our Vince McMahon to be. So it's a new world. It's that. a new world. You might even get, like, a, a showrunner. Yep. From, like, a popular cable property. Not like, I'm not saying, like, the guys who did Thrones or whatever mm. would do WWE, but, like, maybe there was, like, someone like an Arrow showrunner, something mm. like that, like an action-adventure series. Jim Hurd was Pizza Hut, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, they could get somebody from UFC, and they'll just see that as a sideways But in terms of the creative, though, mm. in terms yeah. of the creative, mm. like, they could get a showrunner from a TV serial drama, anything, like, nothing's off the table now. Thank you to Rob for that question. I found it again. Um... David Esposito says, wrestling has more than one royal family, and Cody just got rocked by the Maivia Johnson clan. Everything about the Fed leaves a sour taste lately. Uh, at least we have Philly in the live show. Thank you, David. Um, um, Tactical Penguin says, do you see a pivot where Aldis, don't know who that is, um, I'm out. Stay tuned. sees thoroughly through the rock and, how he, and he, how, he is, 
how he actually is sided with Roman and forces Rock versus Cody at the chamber for the spot. Again, I love what they've been doing uh, with Nick Aldis and the Bloodline. Really, really like it. Like He's coming to SmackDown and he's like, I actually see what has been going on here and I don't want to tolerate it anymore. To kind of reiterate a point we've made, how low down on that is a list. Like, does, does Rocky know he is? Like, I know. He's not like those are, those are storylines so far below his view of things that it's not even probably been a consideration yet and they'll work, they'll work backwards from the big bombshell. The only consideration that Rock would have had, and he'll have been surprised by this, is that he's just dropped a bomb on what was his safe space. His career safe space, when the film stuff wasn't going well, when the XFL didn't go so well. was huh, I can always, Didn't go so well. I can always come back it's here. a disaster. Like, I can always come home. Like, you know, the WWE fans will never reject me, and that's probably the only thing that he's considered. Well, I'll get rejected. And he's been rejected. That's the only thing, mm. the consideration that would have been made in any of this. Uh, thank you, Marcel Lavia. Like, we sort of covered this already. Mar- uh, Marcel says, morning, Jen. Marcel said, morning, gents, with the back with the backlash I got the plan for it. Night one, head of the table match. Roman wins and Cody goes to night two to destroy Roman's reign. Thoughts? He's not working two nights, as you've said. If he's, if he's not working a stadium show <laughs> in Australia, like, I'm not saying Roman Reigns isn't great. Like, that promo was so counterproductive and damaging, and yet his delivery was fantastic. So cool, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. So cool. Jay. I just love him. But what I'm saying is, like, if he is so far out of... You know when he got, like, a lot of wrestlers these days, and they talk about making the towns, and they talk about wanting to be the top guy, and that they're still passionate about it... If Roman Reigns isn't for the love of the game doing a stadium canon PLE, he's not doing two nights at... Mm, well, he's, no. If he is, he's getting paid. He's getting paid. He had his hard yards. He's had his like very serious and significant health yeah. issues. The man should be chasing early retirement, and he's doing it through this, isn't he? Yeah. A healthy early retirement at that. Yeah. JF Gator says, what's more boring, Roman's reign or his matches? Well, Dis- this is the thing. Disagree, JFK. <laughs> the the Rock and Roman Reigns could be rubbish. Like I, we could. I said it on Twitter. He could tear ligaments <laughs> listening to a monologue. G- Dean Sheets, <laughs> just on this topic, says, "Don't forget, the Rock was winded after a short segment with Jinder." Yeah. Did you see? I can't remember who it was. Someone tweeted it was incredible. Um, you know the scene from RoboCop. Where one of the heavies goes into the toxic sludge, yeah. and he's like that, and then Red from that seventy show drives into him, and he just like liquidizes. Yeah. So it's like the Rock about to eat the spear in the twentieth minute of WrestleMania. <laughs> this match could be awful, like not even like a level of awful below, like every shortcut under the sun, loads of monologues, rest spots out the air. So it could be like significantly more. Embarrassing than tedious. This, I like. He's absolutely knackered. I've seen people whose opinion I profoundly respect, like on socials, like people like old heads in terms of the wrestling journalist game, say the guy was in such poor condition that they couldn't even begin to think he's doing it this year. Mm. Yeah, like that wrestler cardio that's just different to everything else. There are people who are saying it's well. It's like, look at him. It can't possibly happen this year, and apparently it's happening this year. <laughs> Cena matches were not good, and uh, if you watch them back, first one's like a couple of moments, but it's got to because it's the first time you've seen them in there together. You're uh, you're watching a fairly stadiums are tricky, but you can still have hot stadiums, quiet stadiums, 
waiting for something big to happen, then just sitting, settling again, and then waiting. It's for all brought to into focus, yeah. isn't it? Like Rock is twelve years older. Reigns doesn't like the matches to be anything other than this tribal chief Roman Reigns style. For what, like a Samoan spike in a three or something? Yeah, like it's just mm. it doesn't look that like. Other than the, I think everything before the bell rings, class, mm. huge, like hundred foot tall men coming face to face, the Hogan Andre feeling, all of that, and then the bell rings, and it's just people might as well get away early and beat the traffic. Like, uh, interesting question. This, especially for usage, uh, Brandon Bethune or you. you You've also answered this sort of before as well. As analysts, how do you approach criticizing on-screen products while still prioritizing real-world issues? Appreciate you guys. Thank you, Brandon, for that. It is difficult, isn't it, for us to sit here and say, what's going to happen at WrestleMania with everything else that's going on? Yeah, can you just? I want to get this right. Can you just repeat it again? Yeah, how do you approach criticizing on-screen products while still prioritizing real-world issues? Um... I think the two are intertwined, and one informs the other... Like, I'm not being funny. If you've followed me for however many years I've been podcasting at What Culture, for how many years I've been writing for What Culture, we are approaching eight. Bloody hell, where's the time go? One thing informs <laughs> the other. Like, I don't just sit here and criticize WWE or just get bored of it or turned off by it or just removed from it because three hours of Raw is a bit boring, artificial, homogenized, hasn't got much spark. Like WWE has been a horrendous company for years. Before the filing of this suit, before all the pandemic firings, before like going in descending order or whatever, every bad story pertaining to WWE, like the hush money and all the rest of it, it's been horrendous since before I knew it was worked. Mm. Like before I was born? Yeah. What year was the snooker thing? Uh, 84. I wasn't yeah. in me dad's bars. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how rotten this company's been since before I was born. And one thing informs the other. Like, it's not certain performers' fault if I find their work boring, but I, WWE and how ethically horrific it is does inform my enjoyment of it. It just does. Um, so in answer to the question, I guess one thing informs the other. Mm. And we did that huge turning point AEW podcast and how just the soul was sucked out of us when they signed Flair. Yeah. Like one thing doesn't form the other. This is an inelegant way of putting it, but from my point of view, you know that like every time there's that real false equivalency drawn when like something terrible is occurring, it's like, huh, do you use Google? Hmm? Like mm. I kind of see it as that. Like I know that's probably my personal feeling, but it's the same. I'll order a thing off Amazon. I'll watch WWE. Like the world's pretty rubbish yeah. and nobody's really getting it right and I'm sort of that's not me trying to like absorb myself of any responsibility but I kind of engage with that product in the exact same way I engage with a lot of other products that are knowing a lot of are off Amazon bad. and yeah, I like, just then every now and then I go oh yeah it's the worst they're all the worst aren't they? yeah. they're all the worst right. uh, Shane Thomas says any chance Wrestlemania X8 Hogan versus Rock crowd reaction is repeated during Rock versus Roman Philly is known for its brotherly love possibly Possibly, and The Rock understood the assignment, to use words that mm. people younger than my 38 <laughs> years do. It's but a, it's a different Rock it's now, a isn't it? if they do. It's uh, a match with Roman. Different Rock now, different Rock. I mean, look, he's that's a skyscraper ego. Mm. He's always had it, obviously. but uh, He was always know. so secure in himself. That's things. It's as insecure Dwayne these days. Yeah. Like, he's desperate for a win. He's absolutely desperate. 
Shiraz Ahmed, thank you, uh, says, should Bron Breaker come to the main roster with Baron Corbin? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And stay the rock. Talked all about it on the Vengeance Day review, which I believe is available as a podcast wherever you get your podcast from right now. It's the best thing that Baron Corbin's ever done in WWE, and it's the thing that saved Bron Breaker from that dreaded, failed, next big thing. It's always worse when they're pushed that heavily because the resentment just fosters. What an absolute masterstroke this team is, and I, I completely agree I'd put them on the main roster as a pair. Because you've got all the time in the world with Bron Breaker. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Matt Gould said, this will never happen, but if the fans... Uh, but if fans want to totally hijack the show at WrestleMania, have Cody versus Seth, and have everyone stand up and walk out as Roman and Rock start their match. But you'll, you wouldn't be able to turn away. Yeah. It's the Rock, man. How oh, mm. like, let's we, we can say he's out of touch. We can say he's done this ridiculous power play. We can say he's uh, got all the dynamism of Tyrus. <laughs> we can say all of these things about Dwayne Johnson. He could say that he's not doing as well at the box office. That unflappable, cool guy aura has disappeared. You see him in that building. You're not going to be able no. to. Yeah. I watch him do the worst pattern imaginable, and I'm still glued to the screen. <laughs> <laughs> well, worst pattern imaginable until you come in here for the podcast. And then listen to you talk about NXT, correct? Yeah. Um, Rich C also says, what other entertainment medium would you, would you have the audience this angry about an actor having a storyline change? Wrestling really is unique. Yeah. It is wild. It's, when it is, is, but then I go on X. You get annoyed about football teams and stuff, but you and I especially, the three of us, all, four of us all do, um, but this is very a very weird sphere. That I we think WWE, even now, evidently, is particularly antagonistic, and I think the origins of... Carney's promoting it, and they believing that you are marks exacerbates it. But like I've seen, I follow people who've got more interest in WWE. Obviously not him, but I mean, likes the Cribs as well, I guess, and Block Party. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got three things. The Holy right. the Cribs, Block Party, and the Fed. He's right, the three there's the, the, the. <laughs> But like, That's all kick, I do in my time. I've seen things. people kick off about DC forever. Mm. Well, this is it. I don't know anything about it. I just know there's a boot off about it. The, but it's particularly, I think it's the Carney Mark thing with wrestling that makes it more pronounced. It's I my the thing. The thing with delayed gratification is you need the gratification. Part. Oh, you never get it. A lot of films or TV shows, you watch them fall off, or you watch something. You say, How is this made? And obviously, what has happened is something similar to what we're witnessing here, where there's been political. Like maneuvers mm. made, or someone's got a bit of a Machiavellian attitude towards one actor or another, or whatever, and it's like, oh, this that was poor, and I thought that might be good. That's a shame. The difference in wrestling is it plays out live on television in front of a crowd, mm. and I think that that's like where it's unique. When you're watching the film, it's a finished product. It just sometimes might be bad, and then later on you read that it was a nightmare on set. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. This is all it's happening in front of you, <laughs> like, and that's what makes it different. And football and UFC and stuff don't have the power, well, generally, to predetermine. Results aside yeah. from the sport, that's a, that's the sport in nature determines that, that it doesn't have a choice, but that should be to wrestling's benefit. I say this <laughs> all of the time. Yes. The th- great thing about wrestling at its core is that it captures the drama and the thrill of sport, but works it so that your guy gets to win. When does, like, when do they get to win these WWE mm. fans? It's been years since they got a proper, yeah. ah, the great unifying force that we love has won. Happy days. Roman, Cena, divisive, divisive. Like, like Cody Rhodes is the most universally beloved babyface, top babyface they've had, who the company also likes, that's I yeah, should key, add. That's the key yeah, difference, yeah. Because yeah. Brian, obviously, is different. Yeah. But Officer and fans are, like, in love with Push. 
in league and still mess it up. It's remarkable. Yeah. Uh, let's get through some final questions, then we'll try and run through some of the other stuff that happened on SmackDown. So I want to bury one thing, so let's uh, get to that. Uh, I think we're going to bury it. I don't know what you're on about. We haven't talked about yeah, this. I have a feeling we're going to bury the yeah. same thing. Uh, Sailor Airman, regarding SmackDown, says Mega Glove needs to go over the Lashley crew. We'll talk about that. A little bit more. Probably not today. Probably <laughs> on the preview next week, uh, at the end of this week. Mr. Phoenix says, I can't think of any other companies where the people in charge give themselves big matches and titles. Um, Sailor Airman says, uh, Rock Roman. This what is was that? I think it was a dig at the EVPs. And Why? Data. When Kenny Omega almost destroyed his star aura by putting over a million people. The Young Bucks took a full yet to win the titles. I won't miss. Hey, Cody took himself out of the title picture. <laughs> do you have the ability to apply critical thought, or do you just tell terrible jokes with your incredibly weird fanboy, bi- fanboy bias? I'm, I'm serious. I'm assuming this person's an adult. Have some critical thought. Uh, like, was that not the discourse? Do they not have to completely yeah. shape an episode of AEW Dynamite around Are oh, the Elite Still Elite? Which is basically subtext. <laughs> big word. Look it up. Subtext <laughs> yeah. for we've kind of killed their star power. Let's tell, don't show that they're still stars. Yeah. Overcor- it was an overcorrection of that old adage that, like, oh, well, but you can't be. Is that not what happened here? Yeah. Am I taking crazy the pills? Thing they did was lost a private party. Books, didn't they? Pretty much. Yeah, Kenny Omega happened. lost his first... Hang on, how many? Three pay-per-view matches in AEW. Just the three. And he struggled to beat Alan Angels, which that was the end of his career, of Indeed. course. Never Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Matt Reigns just writes, God, I love my king. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Um, Sailor Airman also says, Rock Roman, this is a case of what's best for business when looked strictly at a money point of view. Again, I not to... Very you here, Sarah, I remember. As I said on the news, you've just signed a $5 billion deal with Netflix. But as you said, you can never have too much money when you're in that position. No, they've got shareholders. It's also not as simple as that. Yes, I, I get that. I realise I'm simplifying no, it. But they would got... still make preposterous amounts of money and still do it next year if they just said, Rock's here and he's fine. That's what they're banking on, though. They want the Rock versus Roman money and the most watched PLE of all time and all the rest of yeah. it. And then think, oh, I'll just do Cody Roman the year after. Oh, the they want all of it. They want all of it. They want all of it. Um, Cody's, Cody's people, got his own data. Back this is another thing I don't think we've touched on, right? A lot of people are saying, oh, why do they have to do it for the title? Or why can't they just wait until Roman's lost? In their minds, the biggest mainstream star they've ever produced or pro wrestling has ever produced, certainly in North America, I don't want to downplay you know, mm-hmm. El Santo mm-hmm. and all the rest of it. The biggest in uh, North America, the United States, I know where Mexico is. It took us a few years, actually, but I do know <laughs> where Mexico is. They want it to be for everything. They don't yeah. want it to be, uh, you know, it's not as big as, they want it to be the biggest match possible and then putting the title and this Hogan adjacent streak on the, that's, they want the biggest match ever. Yeah, it's like that's their mentality. Not like, oh, we can do Cody and then Roman, then Roman loses and that, and then then they do the Rock. No, no, they want it to be the biggest thing, and then they think they can make Cody versus Roman the biggest thing. I'll beat the Rock. How can I beat you, Cody? That's how they operate. They want it to be the biggest, and they want to make the most money. And the irony of it is that the casual fans don't care. <laughs> they wouldn't care if there was a title on it or not. If they the would, the, the would, the would, the would. It'd be bigger. I think for the most part, I don't think they would. I mean, obviously, it I would think be bigger. Would, it would be, be able much to bigger. It more. Yeah, Cena Rock One was only not for the belt because they knew they were going to do a Cena Rock Two for the belt. Once like a lifetime, was, yeah. Yeah. Um, final questions. There's bloody loads today. I uh, thank you so much to Cheers, everyone who guys. joined us, and uh, and apologies if I haven't got to your questions. Um, let's yeah, let's keep this rolling. Uh, Oh, here we go. Uh, 
Do you think that's not good? Yeah, <laughs> do you think Mercedes Monet signing with AEW will affect Lulu Pencil's free agency plans, or should the Pencil Army still plan on a Mania debut? Oof, that's above my pay grade. That like, tell me about Lulu Pencil, Sage. Tell me about Lulu Pencil, Will Bourne. <laughs> I genuinely had to double check this earlier on. Uh, she quit wrestling shortly after coming back to America, according to this thing I'm reading on. Uh, Stardom Joshi on Reddit. Um, haven't heard anything for her, here from her for a while, but clearly speculation out there. It's the WWE one. pipeline with the Rossi Agawa thing, I guess, isn't it? All oh, right, okay, aye. But I don't know enough. I don't know enough about whether or not Mercedes. I rather fake. Manette, yeah, that's like ah. Final couple of questions. Uh, Cody, sorry, Doe. Shut up, guys. Uh, Cody versus Nakamura again tonight. Oh boy, Ugh. hijacked. Yes, that's going to be very interesting. We talked a lot about it on the Raw preview, as that's I mentioned. That's close to Daniel Bryan versus Kane, actually. And finally, Annie says, can't decipher what, the, decipher what The Rock's motivation is. If it's actually a passion project, would he want to do it in these circumstances due to this apathy? It's weird how desperate it is. It's yeah. weird how desperate it is when, for a while, he was very much, I mean, if I can fit it in, I'd like to do it. Now he's gone from like 0 to 60 on this. Vanity and age and cash and making a first big move as the boss. And like, there's, yeah, you yeah. know, we're speculating on a man's emotions here, but like, he's oh, desperate. There's some fairly cliched things that you can hit that might inform that. We're talking, talking to, to Scott and Josh from What Culture Gaming, What Culture Gaming podcast, wherever you get your podcast from about this. And uh, yeah, I, we were sort of discu- discussing in the office about like, they were saying, you know, Black Adam and all these failed projects and what have you. And I genuinely brought up the point, well, if he wants to get the W again, I know in his mind, well, just being inserted in here will achieve that. I don't know whether, and again, this is maybe hope more than expectation, he looks at this and realizes the biggest W he can get here is be the guy openly, make sure you get the, the news out there through the appropriate pipelines or whatever. I was going to do that, but I saw the crowd reaction. I saw the way this was being received and... You know what? I'm going to take a back seat, and we're going to do it at, at 41. It's not there. That would require humility. Like we say this with Tony Khan as well. Like Tony Khan can never—he's done it a couple of times, which is more than most wrestling promoters. But he can never just say, oh, "I've completely botched it." Soz. Yeah. It always has to be. God's oh, great. <laughs> well, the pay-per-views are great. The episode of TV sucks, but the the pay-per-view's great. Like they just—it's just not in their DNA. I'll be happy to be proved wrong. Trust me. It's also they need to just some of these people just need to piss off and go away. Jericho, yeah, like, it's not being funny. It's like PR Jer- Jericho used to be clever before he completely lost the plot. Like he was really smart at just get out of there, picking his spots, picking his spots, say, get yeah. the hell out of there. Like if you look, it's not just wrestling, and it, it, again, it's exacerbated in wrestling because it never stops. But like you see these cycling, these cyclical fortunes and music and. Hollywood, like, all the goddamn time. Like, Stallone couldn't get on a poster for years. He goes away for a while. People miss him. He takes on this gravitas, and then he can play his supporting role in the in the Creed franchise, mm. which people loved. He's making Rocky Nine in those <laughs> interim years. It's yeah. not as good as waiting and then doing Creed. Mm. Like, no one can stay on top forever. Did you see Sami Zayn's post-house show comments? He was giving the rah-rah closing, thanks for coming, get home safely sort of speech. This is on the Saturday, I think. And obviously all the wrestlers must have been aware of all the discord. And then obviously within the building, there would have been the booze and whatnot. And he was doing his promo and he just, he basically said, like, I came up in a generation where 
all we were told was by the older guys was like, this used to be the business kid. Like the the good old days, the good old days. Those are gone now. You're in this like like rubbish time. Like I'm letting all of you know that like this is the good old days and remember who it was that made it happen. You know, the implication being that, like, this roster the last few years and the mm. way that, like, and um, I have no doubt that he was referencing the Young Bucks tacitly there as well with the rise of AEW. It's just this sense of, like, all of those people that were told by so many old-timers, it's not as good as it used to be, kid. It's not as good. Like, all of them made this the good old days. And it will hurt and yeah. it will sting that The Rock has done what he appeared to be the one guy that wouldn't do, uh. which was come back and take. Uh Quick question, then we'll get to some of the highlights from SmackDown. Champ75A says, how much would it cost to get Rome to wrestle both nights? I, I mean, I don't Five know. Million, Ten million? I don't know what he's getting million. for one night. If I'm Roman and I've got the leverage because every permutation of this involves him, mm. I would say, what would you give um, The Rock to do Saudi? Give me that. Um, so, quick recap of SmackDown, because there's some other stuff, especially Bailey, that we do need to get to. I do want to cover that off. Um, Owens, um, Logan Paul, it seems set to continue. I've very much cliff noticed this now, because I realize we've got a lot of stuff still to do today. Um, Logan Paul had a fun back and forth with him to open the show, described Kevin Owens as a pissed-off donut early on, and uh, basically... It's very Triple H in it. Mm. And we know he's booking one thing on the show. Enjoyable match between Theory and Owens. They've worked together a lot, obviously. And the finish was uh, Logan Paul attempting to give Theory, or he did give him the, the brass knocks, but Kevin Owens wrestled them away from him and KO'd him uh, whilst the referee was busy getting rid of Logan Paul. Are they going to rematch Kevin Owens and Paul at Mania? Because that's not inspiring. Elimination Chamber, I think. I think, that's what's um, I think they'll have that. So what would Paul do at Mania then? Not sure. Logan Paul and LA Knight. Yeah. Oh, sorry, LA Knight, yeah, but Owens, I'm not sure. <laughs> Oh, that's a Styles clash. I think it's just to get. No, out that's of AJ. You're thinking of the bit. I did like the. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get mugged. Owens, get the arse out before he pants down. Literally, this guy. The Felix window. On this, podca- <laughs> on this podcast. On this podcast. Owens, uh, when Logan Paul went, oh, like, all right, fat ass, you stink. <laughs> yes. And Owens fired back with that because I just took a bath in pride. Yeah, that was good. And then Logan Paul was like, oh, well, actually, I can't win the Cherry Breeze because that's the best flavor, actually, if anything. I've so not had the Cherry Breeze. So it smells nice. Well, good. It's, it's got a good bottle. Uh, look, I'm the the bottle design is incredible. I just the bottle design of the cherry is incredible. Great for your kids as well. Try it. Um, he loves this bit. Give it to your kids. It's good for you. Good bloke, Logan Paul, uh, as well. Tiffany Stratton. Right, let's talk to you. This is his worst bit. It's his worst bit by miles. He's still don't pop at him then. He's really. You know funny. You've encouraged, <laughs> do you know how much you've encouraged? Do you know how much you've? Do you know much you've encouraged this guy over the past I two years? Though, like, he's it's so it's funny. Like the, you see it's it. It's quite funny. He pulls these funny faces and he goes all pink because of the ginger thing. It's really funny. It's quite funny. <laughs> so what made us his Peppa Pig over the weekend, didn't? Yeah, it? That was that's what good. I mean. Like the so chase you jumper. Stupid SmackDown show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk Tiffany. Welcome Strang. to the club. I want to be in the club. Um, <laughs> Naomi showed. I will leave the club. Naomi showed up. Great to see her, obviously, back Match on. Match in the wall. Yeah, really good Blue jumper. Sure, man. WWE. Uh, great to see Naomi back on WWE television. You're matching yes. it. What culture live? <laughs> Which, of course, if you go to whatculture.com slash tickets. There you go. So it might sound like uh, <laughs> Frank what Costanza. Frank Costanza meets Tony Khan there. <laughs> um, so Frank, Frank Khan stands. Shut up. They... they Focused on Naomi, everyone being happy. She's back. She signed the SmackDown contract. And then mm. Tiffany Stratton shows up. 
Uh, slaps the taste out of Mee Chin's mouth, and there was a, a match later on uh, between the two of them. Um, Tiffany Stratton didn't get the entrance. She got, yeah, she got the sort of backstage reveal subsequent and then got yeah. the, the big entrance. Um, and then, yeah, Mee Chin got in some offense. Um, she had double knees to the face at one point uh, with Stratton having to get a foot on the rope to break up a pin attempt. And Mee Chin went for each defeat. Stratton countered. Big Alabama slam for a two count. Um, and then Stratton eventually... Slams Meechin down and hits the prettiest moonsault ever. Glad to see her on the main roster. Like a uh, uh, fine showcase for what Tiffany Stratton does. I wasn't best pleased with that backstage bit because it's carried over from Monday Night Raw, isn't it? Like bloody women. Like, and you're doing that with Tiffany Stratton and Naomi, where like a general manager just gets pissed off that like everybody's just going on and uh, GBH the bloody year like it's a really You've been going on and on and on uh, sir it's our first night back <laughs> <laughs> first night here it's such a bad look and they just keep going back to this bit because he Triple H can't do it he can't book these women but the match was fine like Tiffany Stratton's been ready for ages mm. Um, we got us well I did enjoy the Legado del Fantasma shot at Tony D's restaurant it felt like yeah Having a raising a glass they've to loyalty, their, uh, Borash special. They've got the locations, haven't they? Um, Success. <laughs> well, I was filming this, and why? I'll get to the Batista Bailey comparisons in a second, um, and then I also need to mention on the show. Tyler Bate won the the tag four way. I yeah. forgot that that also factors into our Raw preview. I completely forgot this morning. My head's all over the place. So whoever wins the four way tonight on Raw faces. Uh, Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne. That's important of, information. One of that goes on to, yeah, to it's face the judgment day. And Braun was all set to sign for SmackDown, and then last minute Adam Pearce said he had an offer for him, and we're going to find out how yes. that played out on Raw tonight as well. Uh, yeah, unsurprisingly, large parts of this SmackDown I forgot after this main event. Yeah, it's going to happen, isn't it? Um, so, oh yeah, Bianca Belair has got, as well got into a row with Logan Paul. Right. Uh, yeah, she was maybe Belair beats Logan Paul. She's booked strong against him, yeah, but it's not going to match it. That Montez Ford and Logan Paul is oh, that's something that's to think about. Yeah, then but that could happen now that they're wanting to push Montez Ford. Yeah. He's in that vehicle. It's usually the whatever, synergy usually happens. Whatever gets him out of the last three kids because he stayed with Bobby Lashley. And his yes, week. there was meant to be a match with uh, Mega Glove and the last street kids, uh, aka Bobby Lashley's stable with the Street Profits and uh, the final testament, Sage. Oh, God, they suck. Uh, they brawled before the match. The match never started, basically. Uh, ended up with Karrion Cross and Bobby Lashley in the ring. Um, Should Lashley. be War Games engine, then? That's my understanding <laughs> is that if factions <laughs> keep fighting and there's no controlling them, it has to be War Games. Oh, that's not November. Lashley. The wrestling's so crap that's calendar-based bollocks, isn't it? I'm just thinking about how terrible that war games match would be as well. It wouldn't be as building be, uh, be just as good as the rest of them. <laughs> wouldn't be, wouldn't be, wouldn't be. I don't Lash- know, like Lashley uh, choke slammed cross. It's carrying cross. That is rubbish. <laughs> Went to put him in the hurt lock. Scarlet broke it up, and then B Fab showed up, fought her off. Uh, Lashley Spears crossed the final des- testament retreat for now. Fower on fower, isn't it? Yeah. What do you make of beef? I mean, they, they sort of teased this a yeah, long time ago, didn't they? The beef up built stuff. up to you it. Had and beef up purely because Scarlett's there. And yeah. I thought oh, that's crap. Well, no, they had her with Bobby Lashley before the Final Testament revealed himself. Right. Okay. So it's like it appeared that something was in place, but now it's perfect timing because they uh, need somebody to offset. Right. Scarlett. It's, it's perfect. All right. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> you're, Maybe you're right. I, I, I agree. Maybe Ashanti the Adonis could be corrupted. Yeah, what, how did that meeting go the other week? Okay, we'll wait and see on that one. We'll talk more about it on the preview on Friday. Um, let's talk. Let's conclude by talking. Uh, C also says in the, in the chat, do you agree that Roman's matches are terrible? No. Um, well, <laughs> no, you'd then say, 
Do you disagree? Correct. Yeah. Um, Why am I making that a bit? <laughs> um, Roman's matches. I was there for one of them live. The Drew. Oh like the hardest yeah. in the palm of their freaking hands. Yeah. I can understand what it's like to be like in the building when it goes on. I think he paces them brilliantly. I watched them on TV and eight times out of ten, I'm like, ugh. I think they've just died because he didn't uh, because he won at WrestleMania. Honestly, I think like that was the peak of it all, match quality included. Like nobody had anything nice to say about the SummerSlam one, including people that were there. People no. were falling asleep at SummerSlam, weren't they? Last ten minutes that money in the bank one though. Incredible. Would have been just as good without him having the belt. Mm-hmm. Disagree. Um, right, let's talk damage control, Bailey, etc. So earlier on in the show, or maybe actually just preceding this, yeah. uh, EO, Kyrie Sane, and Asuka. I don't know where Dakota Kai was in all this. Someone asked a question as well about that. About well, because we don't know where she stands, and mm. it's important to not have her here for the. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're having a, the only thing nice to say about the start of this because this was an absolute piss take. They're having a chat, and Kyrie Sane says, "Doctor Fed go when he's got an ailment." <laughs> <laughs> Who doctors the doctor? <laughs> Who doctors the doctor? Um, Who shaves the barber, eh? Kyrie <laughs> <laughs> Sane says, Bailey's done tonight, and she leaves, and it turns out Bailey was listening in. Ala Batista. Right. God damn. So I pitched it weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Because WWE can book. And they give you things that you can fantasy Yes, book. thank you to everyone who tributed to Yeah, the telegraph the life out of the story developments. Thank you to everyone who attributed this to me, but this was all Hamlet uh, pitching this. So. As soon as the damage Katara thing was clear that they were like trying to oust Bailey. And they were laughing at her every week, and there was like this Japanese conversation that Bailey would then interrupt, and Dakota Kai was kind of stuck in the middle as a result. You could infer what they were saying. A Bailey reveal could have been fantastic, right? This was all wrong across the night. The, literally, the only bit that I thought, oh yeah, she has actually learned one phrase in Japanese. But it could have been. How great is it when the Japanese wrestlers shout Japanese at each other? Class, isn't it? You love it. That Asuka Yoshirai was amazing. Brilliant, right? So imagine Bailey doing that with the Yoshirai. And Eoshirai looking a bit rattled, not expecting it, and then the two of them looking at the sign. It's right up there. Class. The fans would infer it. It would be great. You'd get what you need. Bailey is... Oh, you they're not allowed to infer things, know, Mr. Hamlet. Like, outsmarted them and then... Mm-hmm. You're watching this and then you have the for sit- 34 now, years? Now, right. Obviously, that was ultimately me just being too much of an idealist. I could almost take how patronising the, d- the delivery of the... Do you want me to, yeah, do you want me to go through it? Well, no, because the first bit was even more annoying. Okay. The locker room bit, right? They wanted to do the little Batista reveal of, heard what you've been saying. Why this time, of all times, did they speak perfect English to be caught by Bailey? Wouldn't it have made more sense for them to be speaking Japanese and Bailey to hear it and also be like, she looks really upset. What does she know? And then you go out to the ring. Like, the simplest of little things. It's like, the now, simplest now this tasks. Now, this time, they'll be English. Tri- I thought that's what Triple H was good at, to be fair. <laughs> this, this time, That's a be narrative English. I've been, been force-fed for two <laughs> years. Oh, he's not very exciting. It's Missionary Jones. But he'll do the basics right. Yeah. This wasn't right. This is basic. And he completely nailed it up to Friday. Uh, so, right. So what happens is they do that. And then they get to the ring. And it's revealed that Bailey understands... Well, even though she understands English perfectly well, she also understands Japanese. Do you want me to cut the? Do you want me to run through what she said? Yes, thank you. Uh, so Bailey comes out. They all come out. In fact, uh, Adam Pearson, whoever the SmackDown GM, stood in the ring. Um, she says she's done everything, almost everything. Uh, this I'll get the spit. By the way, when do you say it's Nick Aldis? At the very end of the podcast. Very right. Stay, okay. stay tuned. Um, <laughs> stay tuned. I feel like I'm out of the loop here. She's done almost everything. I tell you about two sentence horror stories. Yeah. Ah, it's the the worst, aren't they? I never have any questions about the collision. (laughs) Used to. 
You did today, actually, Dick. Yeah, I did, yeah. actually. I did. I asked him about Brian Donaldson fighting that guy who had the hand on fire. <laughs> <laughs> like, is the match any good? Because the entrance kicked out. So Bailey's done almost everything. Kicked out. That entrance had Reyes and Mateus. Oh, yes. Uh, this year's different. This year's special. Uh, she didn't get where she is on her own. She had her girls. Um, damage control isn't just the best women's faction of all time. It's also family. Um, and she thinks about a WrestleMania. Wilbon's back on board. <laughs> best segment of the week, actually. <laughs> she thinks about WrestleMania. Uh, she thinks about moments and magic and being the best. Uh, and she said, to be the best, you've got to beat the best. And that brings her to Rhea Ripley. And Rhea Ripley's watching on a monitor in the back. Um, but she also could go a different route uh, because sometimes... <laughs> a different route. It's not about a title. Sometimes it's more personal and it comes down to what's in your heart. heart. Um, you know what he said? Do you want me to do the recap? Why did I say <laughs> yes? <laughs> right, I'll be serious. She wants to prove people wrong. Uh, she thought damage control were her friends, but now she's got to prove them wrong. She speaks Japanese to EO Sky, Sige. Um... She picked up the language from those three talking behind her back, she says. Um, she's been around the block long enough to smell a backstab coming. All she wanted to do was make damage control the best. What's ha- What happened? You know, we were tight before Kairi Sane and Asuka came around. What happened? Anyway, she gets jumped from behind. They beat her down. She sort of crawls over to the corner where the stairs are and reaches down, pulls out a metal pipe, fights them off with it, and there's a stare down between Io and Bailey. Uh, and EO, gra- uh, sorry, and Bailey grabs a mic and says, EO, I'll see you at WrestleMania. And uh, everyone, huge pab. She points with the pipe at the WrestleMania sign. Rare bit of karma here, right? Because, oh my God. She says the phrase in Japanese to convey to the rest of Damage Katoral that she can, in fact, understand Japanese and has heard what they've been saying and all the rest of it. So she says the phrase in Japanese. And then she says, oh yeah. That's Japanese. For whose benefit is she saying that? Did she... She, she directed that line to the native Japanese That's speakers. Right. To my brother, Jason. <laughs> that was exactly what that was. Right there. So they know what yeah. it was. Uh, right. The only person in the room... It was for the... Obviously, I'm being facetious. It's for the benefit of the WWE universe in attendance. I'm watching at home, right? The thing is, right, they've vastly underestimated... Right. Well, they... Basically, they've thought the audience is stupid. Yeah. They've underestimated the intelligence of their audience, right? Because when Bailey spoke in Japanese, to make it a hundred percent clear the story, the audience actually went, "Oh, you're done!" As if to say, "Are oh, you done for now?" Yes. Yeah. Eel Sky, she's coming after the title, right? They didn't trust the WWE audience who have a humiliation fetish for watching this, <laughs> to get it. Can you imagine? Like, is there any other medium, like, on the planet in history, other than perhaps children's television, that would, like, be so condescending towards the people watching it? How could you not get it? Mm. And the fact is, the good thing about the live performance art element is that, oh, yeah, the, perfor- the audience did get it. They went, oh... To suggest that they got somebody it. at Bluey oh, would be yeah. sacked for being that condescending. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Japanese. Like, can you imagine any of the movie where that's the plot point mm. where they think that the, you know, the the English guy that's being like captured by the people who don't speak English or vice versa, right? 
would the character in that movie ever go, yeah, that's right, I speak Romanian. <laughs> <laughs> Only in oh, one. That, that, was, that language I've just been speaking now, that is Romanian. And I'm saying that to you just in case you didn't understand that I've in fact learned the language and then foiled the plan. It would be in a film that would be known for, like the room, like known for being so bad mm. that we forget how low the bar is yeah. in wrestling. That's like, that's the reality of it. When oh my God, you've just killed yourself. I cannot believe you yeah. just killed yourself. <laughs> that means you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> but this is this is a symptom of, like, was it Bully Ray or whatever it was? When they had the, not to, you know, bring us all back to AW. We were talking about that. We were talking about the Fed. What was it? It was the, it was the uh, Tony Storm... Uh, Diana bit wasn't it right and she went look look at your ankle I've got a tattoo yeah you can ins- easily infer that and he was like where's the story <laughs> they've both got the same tattoo what else do you want me to do show video of them getting it at the same time there might be acquaintances yeah acquaintances get tattoos the guiding principle for professional wrestling narrative should be right will this go over Bully Ray's head <laughs> yes it's another one himself no, no 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 still should the, sh- the guiding principle for professional wrestling storytelling should be, uh, will this go over Bully Ray's head? Yeah, good, do it. That, <laughs> that means we may well have developed a bit of rare sophistication for professional wrestling dialogue or storytelling. I'm not. I'm, I'm being 100% serious. Is this will this go over that kind of person's head? Yeah, all right. They can have. They can watch anything they want. There. Yeah, that you should not be writing for these people. You shouldn't be booking for these people. You also can't like the fans in the arena. Got it? Yeah. If he meant it, Surely, maybe say if you don't get a reaction, then if, like there's almost even that as well. That like it. if he doesn't get a pop, then maybe they haven't got it. And no, it just it. if you can't infer that matching tattoos are a bond, it means you've never had a. Meaningful relationship with anybody in your life, so that's on bully rate. Yeah, I've never had a friend. Never understood how that works. Uh, Matt Reigns have Tommy Dreamer. Matt Reigns <laughs> says, uh, I believe she's also been learning Spanish from Dominic Mysterio's dad, Ray Mysterio Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you called this perfectly, but not to the extent that Sidge has explained that. They just could have done a good job with what I thought was a good idea. Um, uh, the turns come earlier than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. So it's one of them things now. Have they actually got? Stuff in mind, or was is this Dakota Kai element? I suppose the Dakota Kai yeah. element is the most interesting bit left. But like Batista declared, like the Raw after the No Way Out, the February pay per view. So you had like three weeks to go. You were in the sort of that final run up. Bailey's done this now. Like I like that. Like it wasn't totally stupid WWE idiot babyface stuff, and she did bring the pipe. She knew she was going to reveal the plan, so it stands to the reason that she would have a weapon ready for. a a beat down. So that was that was like promising at least. They're not just gonna kill this baby face character this time around. Triple H got it right the first time, so she should know what he's doing this time around. Um I I don't right now I don't have the faith that they can that there's more chapters to the story. This feels like it's ready and they've got a they've got like two months to just rehash the premise. And that's, I know that's, so what that's what they do, but that's a long old time when really what you wanted was for this to be getting hotter. Bailey did win the rumble. I I love the idea of people saying main event equals main event. I'd love this to main event. I'd love everything we've talked about about Bailey coming out in the old gear, the Bailey buddies, the music, all of it. I think that's like that's massive for a lot of long-standing fans that have faith in this. But I don't know. I'm not sure they've got the legs to tell a better story than this. He's one. having an existential crisis about his beloved Fed. I should probably be go easier on him. I'll be fine by next week. Like Power will be back by Friday. Something good will happen. Something good will happen tonight. Miss is on. Hey. Like the, be right. Miss is on. 
Hayes. The Miz is on. Grabbing the last branch for you. Just grudge. the phrasing's popped us as well. Oh, the Miz is on. Miz is on. The right. kind of thing like your dad says. Yeah, the Honky Tonk Man's still on. And the good news is obviously NXT still goaded. So gotcha. check out our Vengeance Day review. Also, Mr. Twilly very quickly finally says uh, Can we get a vlog of Sidgwick, Caden Carter, and Katana Chance hanging out at their club? This is the crossover we all need. Hey, if I was 21 years old, I'd be in that club. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been getting kicked out of that club, which has happened before. Um, but I'm 38 years old. I can't imagine being in a club. I've been to, like, a late-night bar mm. that, like, clearly is frequented by young people. And I just think, well, where do I fit in now? <laughs> no, seriously, like, yeah, I, yeah, these I, people are too young that I'm in the bar with. I feel ancient. I feel like a total loser. I need, like, I don't know where to go anymore. Like, even late-night bars and city centres are, like, you have to go to the places that were old man places when you were younger. Yeah. That's where you belong now. That's where I belong. So, no, I will or not be doing any anyway. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Works itself out in the end. Like this this. You, you just drink and drink and drink, and then it's so late, the only place open is the club. <laughs> and if you want to keep <laughs> drinking, it's like, oh, club city. Like, just. I can't do it. I've had a weird relationship with binge drinking over the past year. Yes. Though. I wish I could just. Had that reckoning with it, didn't you? Yeah. You know, tap us all day for me. Tap us in a nice drink in every place. Binge drinking is the only drink I know. I would like to do continental drinking. That's not good advice, by the way. Have a healthy relationship with alcohol mm. if you've got one. But, uh, I'd, prefer, I'd prefer tap ass at night. Um, right, let us know your thoughts on everything we've discussed. All the fallout from SmackDown. <laughs> In the comments or on X. At what culture, WWE. What thing for all three of us? Oh, Michael Hamflet. Michael Hamflet. Michael Sedgwick. Such an arsehole. M. Sedgwick. <laughs> Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow our brilliant producer at It's Adam Nicholas. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Once again, thank you so much to everyone who's joined us live on YouTube. Thank you for all your comments uh, and questions. We'll deal with all that fallout over the next few days. At this rate. Uh, Raw Preview <laughs> is dealing with this, some of this as well. That's available right now. What Culture Wrestling Podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. And yes, we're going to go and review Collision right now. Uh, and we'll be back to review Raw and all what happens on it. Tomorrow, but for now, uh, this has been the SmackDown Review. My thanks to Hamlet, Sidgwick, to Nicholas. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 